I'd like to just check in with yourself right now, just sitting comfortably. Check in how, with how, how kind you feel you're able to be to yourself right now or in these, in this time together. Do you experience any harsh judgments or criticism? Kind of beating up on yourself at all? Or are you able to to open to your experience and forgive yourself if you get caught up in thought or fall asleep or get caught up in strong emotions? Many people share that they can be kind to others. They don't find compassion to others to be so difficult, but find compassion towards themselves to be much harder. If anyone here resonates with that, see some nodding of heads. <laughs> so in this period, we'll... we'll um, Practice self-compassion. It's a really, it's really a, an essential, I think, an indispensable practice, because if we're not being kind to ourselves, we tend to be kind of on an agenda or having an agenda, trying to get somewhere. And there's often a lot of leaning into the future and trying hard. And it's really essential that we that we bring into our practice, and into our lives, this quality of kindness to ourselves. This allows us to forgive ourselves when we make mistakes or when we don't live up to our hopes or our expectations, when we do things habitually maybe that, you know, we wish we didn't do. You know, rather than beating ourselves up, oh, I'm such, such a loser, you know, whatever the mind might be saying, we can say, just forgive ourselves, just be kind, but still be diligent. It's like when we, talk, we talked in, an, in the group earlier, um, how, do we, how do we hold our hearts open in this difficult time and yet still be, still be decisive and still be engaged? You know, it feels like they're moving in a different, different directions. It feels like we're, we're kind of saying you know, relax and be at ease, but that message might be, well, don't really care about what's going on. So we've got to, you know, as T.S. Eliot said, teach us to care and not to care. Teach us to sit still. You know, they're caring of letting our heart be open, but not in a clinging way, not in a holding on tight way. So in the same way, um, being kind to ourselves, but still saying, yes, I want to do this. I want to live more intentionally. I want to practice more diligently. So self-compassion is really a key element of this practice. It's become much more popular as a meditation. I mean, just in a popular sense, but um, more, more and more people and teachers are recognizing the, the importance of kindness to, to ourselves. I teach um, one part of my work. I teach um, part of my teaching. I go to um, the Middle East and help train humanitarian aid workers. 
who were working with the Syrian refugees coming out and into Jordan and into, into other countries. And their the work is really, really challenging. And so our, our work is to um, help them build the resilience to be able to be hold their experience and to be engaged with and supportive of their of the beneficiaries of the refugees so if the if the aid workers are in this tight closed stressed out place they're not going to be all that much good for the work and they're not going to last very long and they're probably going to burn out and that there is a lot of that so at the end of a lot of the training, number of trainings, people have said, you know, this, um, I've been taught, well, one, one expression of it is, I've been taught all my life to be compassionate to others, but I've never learned how to be kind to myself, to be compassionate to myself. So, there's a sense of, of, uh, of ease that can come, a sense of, space that can open up when we can when we can be kind to ourselves when we can forgive ourselves so we can do a meditation which is very similar in many ways to um to the loving kindness meditation using words and phrases somewhat adapted and self-compassion as i said last night is is part of these you know what gil fronstel calls the the four faces of love uh these divine abodes, these qualities, heart qualities of loving kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy and equanimity. And this is obviously within compassion and it's compassion directed towards ourselves. And self-compassion has been associated with, um, you know, they've looked at numerous studies and found self-compassion, empirical evidence for the importance of self-compassion for developing well-being, reducing depression and and anxiety, and increasing resilience to stress. They also found that it provides emotional resilience because it deactivates the threat systems and activates the caregiving system, deactivates the fight-or-flight, so we're not kind of running on this, you know, being chased by a bear all the time. Um, and come, coming into that more rest and digest part of our, our nervous system. It decreases cortisol, the stress-related chemical and, and heart, heart rate variability. So there's less rumination, less perfectionism and fear of failure. And it also promotes health-related behaviors, giving up smoking or reducing smoking, sticking to one's diet and seeking necessary medical treatment. So there's lots of good scientific support for the practice of, of self-compassion if you need that too. And it has three elements to it in the kind of in the formal practice. Kristen Neff, who's one of the leading researchers and writers on self-compassion and teacher, she defines self-compassion as having three key components. One is the obvious one of kindness to ourselves, being kind to ourselves being gentle and understanding rather than critical and judgmental. So we might want to kind of beat ourselves up, but it's rather forgiven, accepting, and, you know, and still being diligent if there's something that we need to do. The second element is recognizing our common humanity. Because when we're in fight or flight, when we're in that really kind of tight tunnel vision place, 
we don't see ourselves in common with the rest of life. We see ourselves as isolated and, and alone. You know, that's the nature of it. What can I do here in this situation? But if we can come out of that, we say, oh, many other people. I mean, obviously, if we're being chased by a bear, we want to get away from the bear. But once we've done taking care of that business, you know, we don't want to be kind of carrying the bear around on our back, as it were. What if there's another bear? What, you know, all the things we do. So we can, we can come and recognize many other people right now and in these times are experiencing what I'm experiencing or something similar or something equally challenging. And we see, oh, I'm not alone in this. We're all, we all experience this. It's part of our common humanity. It's, there's a quote from Christina Feldman earlier that, 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 that we, rec- we can help others with their grief because we've known our own sadness, our own grief, our own pain, our own sorrow. So we're re- recognizing our common humanity, feeling connected with others rather than feeling isolated and alienated. And the third quality is mindfulness. Mindfulness, holding our experience in a balanced awareness rather than identifying with it or avoiding it. You know, what we often do, push experience away or holding on too tightly to it. But mindfulness is in this, you know, in this aspect of mindfulness is, is um, holding, holding whatever happens in a balanced awareness. So these three, three qualities... And one one of the very encouraging things, and not surprising, is we can train ourselves in self-compassion, just as we can in loving-kindness. Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer developed an eight-week mindful self-compassion program and found that program, the program raised participants' self-compassion levels by 43%. So their level of kindness to themselves is measured by answering a number of questions about kindness to themselves, um, increased by almost half in a, just in an eight-week program. So we're not at a set point that we're always at. Oh, I'm always going to be hard on myself. I'm always going to be angry. I'm always going to be mean to myself. That's not how it is. We can actually change that point. We can through training, through cultivation, through meditation, through practice, we can become more kind to ourselves as well as to others. So we'll, for the next, for the remaining time, we'll practice self-compassion, very similar, as I said, to the loving-kindness practice, sitting in a relaxed and, and comfortable posture, You can practice this in walking meditation as well. Take some moments to relax and let go of any tension in the body. You might take a few deeper breaths. Relaxing tension in the body and be inviting a smile to the corners of the eyes and the mouth. Let that smile permeate down through your body, through your cells. Imagine your whole body being an expression of a smile.
And now bring a kind attention to any suffering you may be experiencing. So is there, if you scan your consciousness, you might see there might be some sadness or grief, some fear, loneliness, worry or hurt. Just notice, just bring awareness to what's present and meet your feelings, meet whatever is here with kindness and with care. Allow yourself to let go of any story or narrative about why you might be feeling sad or hurt or lonely. Just stay with the direct experience. We can easily get hijacked by the story and the story can lead to proliferation. So just enough to identify the feeling, connect with it, open to it. Open to the bodily feelings that you're that are present with with kindness and acceptance. If you like, you could place a hand on your heart and hold the painful feelings that are present with kindness. And you might set the intention to meet the difficult or painful feelings with, with care, with compassion, with understanding. And as we do this practice together, know that you're not alone, that others too are experiencing difficulties, pain, and loss. That this is a shared human experience. And now you can repeat silently to yourself these phrases with kindness. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be kind to myself. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. May I accept myself as I am. This, uh, cultivating these intentions, these wishes of compassion to ourselves. And you can repeat the phrases silently to yourself, opening to whatever 
bodily feelings may arise. Meeting whatever you experience with kindness and with acceptance. When the mind wanders, gently bring your attention back to repeating the phrases or to the bodily feelings that are present. Just inviting these qualities of kindness, compassion to yourself. May I be safe. feeling safe enough to open up to your experience, to what's painful. May I be happy, wishing for yourself a full measure of happiness, joy. May I be kind to myself having the intention and the wish to to be kind, to cultivate kindness towards yourself. And may I accept myself as I am. If the practice evokes intense feelings or emotions, you can come back to awareness of your breathing. And then when you feel ready, you can return to the phrases of self-compassion, or the wish of self-compassion. So we just sit quietly for some minutes. If you like, you can repeat the phrases silently. safe, happy, kind to myself. Accept myself as I am.
I'll share another short reading from Christina Feldman on compassion. She says, compassion is not just a feeling. It's a response to pain that is deeply rooted in wisdom. It's a commitment to alleviating suffering and the cause of suffering in all its forms. The human story is both personal and universal. Our personal experiences of pain and joy, grief and despair, may be unique to each of us in the forms they take. Yet our capacity to feel grief, fear, loneliness and rage, as well as delight, intimacy, joy and ease, are our common bonds as human beings. They are the language of the heart that crosses the borders of I and you. In the midst of despair or pain, you may be convinced that no one has ever felt this way before. Yet there is no pain you can experience that has not been experienced before by another in a different time or place. Our emotional world is universal. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.